0: more and more people get vaccinated. We are seeing more and more people be asked to return to the office to work or at least have the option to go in. So how are Americans feeling about returning to the office for work? Is there a segment of the population that is hoping remote work stays around forever? Morning Consult, a global data intelligence company, recently released the findings of a survey focused on just this, and they also asked about some fascinating related concepts. We wanted to learn about it all, so we caught up with Alyssa Myers. She is a brands reporter for Morning Consult. This is really interesting. Give a listen. So kind of set the baseline here. What was the goal of this survey? What was Morning Consult looking to find?
1: The goal was really just to gauge employees' general views on the return to office process now that that's starting um, and really come to understand their ideal scenarios um, and heading back into the workplace in person.
0: And give me kind of the top line numbers. What's the overview here as far as what people want when it comes to returning to work?
1: Yeah, in terms of the ideal timeline, there was hardly a consensus. You know, as as you mentioned, kind of a surprising number that we saw 12% uh, of employees said that they have no interest in returning to the workplace ever, you know, maybe surprisingly low for some people, but 12%, you know, it's not nothing that is a share of the population who says, I want to work from home forever. Uh, We also saw 48% of employed Americans say that they can already go back into their office in person. So this process is well underway. People are starting in-person work again, uh, whether that be full-time or more of a hybrid model, but to some capacity, close to half um, of working Americans can access their offices again. And then we had 40% of people weigh in with a timeline of when they'd like to go back to work, whether that be in the next two weeks or six months from now. So 40% of people fell within that range. But, you know, like I said, hardly a consensus there. They were pretty evenly split uh, between, you know, the share that said two to three weeks from now, a few months from now, six months from now. Uh, so it really depends on who you ask for exactly when they're going to feel ready to go back to in-person work
0: when you break it down you know cross tabs and kind of drilled down into the numbers were there group age groups generations whatever it be that were more anxious about going back into the workplace more that wanted to stay home more were there any any groups that really stood out
1: there were a couple in terms of the the groups that prefer remote work. The people who said they're they're most likely to want to work from home for the foreseeable future or for you know the long term members of of Generation X. So you know uh, a little bit um, of the the older generations there. Also, women were slightly more likely than men and then the general population of employed adults uh, to be in that group of people who said they want to stay fully remote.
0: You know, as you reference, I was stunned that that 12% number of people that wanted to stay home, that, that want to stay remote work permanently. I thought that would be higher. I feel like a lot of the narratives that have been woven in the media out there, was that going to be higher? But, you know, personally, as someone who tracks this stuff, did that surprise you?
1: It did surprise me a little bit. Um, I think, you know, at first when I saw that 12%, I thought it was a little bit low. I might've anticipated more people were really liking the fully remote model. But when I started to think about it a little bit more, um, you know, flexibility, I think, is also the, the narrative that we're, we've been hearing and the name of the game. And I think that there is a lot of room for that and a lot of gray area in between, you know, saying I never want to go to the office again and saying I'm ready right now, five days a week in the office. Uh, so I think a lot of people are probably existing somewhere in between there where they're liking hybrid work, maybe they only wanna go in one day, two days, maybe even less than once a week. But yeah, I was, I was surprised at first about that 12%, thinking about it a little bit more, um, you know, it makes sense. I think that a lot of people want at least a few days here and there back in the office.
0: We are, we're looking at this through employees' eyes. I'm guessing if you're an employer reading these numbers and you, you said the word, the, the password would be flexibility, right?
1: It absolutely would be. Yes, that is, you know, what the the data seems to be showing and what I heard certainly from a lot of work for, workforce and HR experts, people have gotten very used to working from home. In some cases, they have, you know, moved away from where they lived before the pandemic to, you know, live somewhere else under the impression that they'd be able to do their job remotely for the foreseeable future. Um, You know, in some cases, they have kind of adjusted their, their lifestyles and their working lives to care for their children, care for elderly parents or whoever that might be who they're responsible for. And then sometimes people have just found in the past year that they've really preferred working from home. Maybe you're an introvert and you find you're more productive just, you know, in your own space, not having to worry about that water cooler conversation. Maybe that's more of a distraction for you. But, you know, that's what I've been hearing is that that we've got all these different types of people, all these different reasons, you know, for people wanting to work remote. And the narrative used to be more that, you know, employees would say before the pandemic, well, remote workers, they're less productive. You know, you're not as productive if you're not in the office. Um, And I think that that concept is kind of fading away. It's more of a thing of the past. And even that mere suggestion these days, I think, might really put off or offend some employees. And so all of that's to say, I think that employers need to be very careful about how they're going about you know, setting up and phrasing these return to office mandates, um, for lack of a better word, I guess, so that they don't seem so demanding. Um, and at the very least, kind of bring employees into the conversation and ask them what they want try different things, be flexible, not only with them and their models, but with what works in general. You know, if you try something out and the plan for returning to the office isn't working, might want to think about switching it up.
0: And to that point, we are in a moment where we're seeing a lot of people walking away from their jobs because Mm -hmm. it's not fulfilling. And I would imagine you kind of read into these numbers and people want flexibility. You've really, if you're an employer, you've really got to be cognizant that uh, a lot of people are in a mind space where if I'm not getting a lot out of my job, I'm prepared to walk away.
1: They are absolutely. And and that actually ties back to um, some of our, our regular return to normal, return to the, the office and workspace trend tracking data. Um, we have a, a stat from that trend data that we update every week that indicates 46 percent of people who are currently wo- working remote due to the pandemic say that they would consider quitting their job if they felt like they were being asked to come back before they felt like it was safe. You know, as, as we've all been hearing, one of the big focuses of today's data and of these stories in general is kind of the fact that the job market is favoring employees these days. You know, people are hiring, workers are in demand. And so they have the opportunity now to maybe ask for, for more from employers than they would have a year, two years ago. So, yeah, it just, you know, today's report, I think, kind of elaborates on, on some of those ways that employers can improve, you know, or avoid that situation um, and, and just, yeah, underscores that data that, yeah, employees have these preferences and they have their ideal scenarios in their head, whether that be timeline of return to the office, office layout, some of the, the extras kind of in there that employers and businesses are thinking about. Um, if they're not satisfied with the situation that they are getting, They're considering quitting.
0: And it's interesting, you say office layout, you know, reading through your findings, it seems to me that a lot of the trend pre COVID for office design was open space, shared space. People don't maybe don't have an office, and, you know, everybody just kind of, there's a functionality to everything. That would seem to be the exact opposite of what you want. In a pandemic and coming out of a pandemic, and it looks like uh, some of the numbers show that.
1: Yes, definitely. Yeah. The office layout um, was was an interesting question and, and data set um, to look at. It, it's one of those things that, you know, if, if employers put a little bit of thought into that, they might, they might overlook it. But if they they really give give that some thought, could be one of those measures that would really make employees happy going back to work. And yeah, you're right. You know, there was a, a lot of talk about the open office layout pre-COVID. Um, obviously, that might not be the scenario that makes people feel most comfortable these days. Uh, we did give people one option to choose from in terms of the office layout that they would feel most comfortable going into, um, which was, you know, a private office with a door, my own space. Obviously, that was the most popular pick. Likely not feasible for everyone, right? But, you know, some good news there, I think, for employers um, that the the second most popular pick beyond that was just assigned seating and assigned desk. They would feel comfortable with that. Um, I know a lot of a lot of companies or some companies are kind of experimenting with the, the concept of hot desking these days. But we're seeing that that is not super popular um, among working Americans. Assigned seating would make people feel more comfortable going back to the office. Um, 68% of employed U.S. adults said they would feel comfortable um, and most prefer sitting in an assigned desk compared to 17% who said they prefer a hot desk. Uh, So just, you know, being purposeful about your office layout, thinking about spacing things out to make people feel comfortable while also having some communal settings, uh, I think that would would go a long way with some employees.
0: And just for people that aren't familiar, because I'd never heard the term until reading this. Mm What is hot desk? Is that just you you take the first desk that's available and you're just transient in the office?
1: Yeah, it's a, a shared desk scenario. Um, I think, you know, companies are are trying it these days, especially if they're doing phase return to the office or, you know, only having some employees come in. So if, let's say, half of your staff is coming in on Monday, the other half on Tuesday, maybe you've got one desk that someone sits in on a Monday and then someone else will sit there on Tuesday. Um, so more of a shared space. You know, you don't have your own desk. Someone else is is using that space alongside you just on a different day.
0: One of the other interesting things I read, uh, you asked people about whether uh, companies should require vaccines. It's kind of been a hot button issue in the media, on the political front. Uh, A lot of people refer to you know, vaccine passports, stuff like that. But uh, you found people majority in favor of or being okay if a company says you have to be vaccinated to return to the office?
1: Yeah, we, we did find that they're actually fairly popular among working adults um, with 58%. So a majority saying that they support their employer requiring vaccines for people who do go back to in-person work in an office. It's, it's one of those things, like you said, kind of a hot button issue. While we do have that majority, it's still, I think, a sensitive issue for employers to think about. Uh, you know, we still saw about one in three employed Americans say that they're opposed to the idea. So while it could certainly help ease most employees back into offices, uh, I would say if you are an employer or an executive who's considering this, maybe take a look at your employee base and and again, check in with them before making the decision, kind of bring them into the thought process there. And then also, like you noted, it's become something that is a little bit of a political issue. And so probably worth noting that those opinions do skew more on political party lines um, with about half of Republicans saying that they oppose vaccine mandates as opposed to that 58 percent of the general working population who's in favor of them. So, you know, for instance, if you're a company that leans to the right of the political aisle or has a lot of employees who do, you know, you might want to think about the nuances there before mandating vaccines.
0: Were there any other numbers, concepts here that really kind of jumped out at you that we haven't touched on?
1: Maybe some of our trend data, I would say, because we started tracking, you know, the sentiment around comfort going back uh, to the office in October. Um, And around then it was at 58 percent of people who were working remote due to the pandemic who said they'd be comfortable going back into the office. And then for a while last winter and into this year, we kind of saw that number drop a little bit cover in the the mid 40%, low 50% range in terms of comfort, but that has since climbed up to 68%. As of our most recent survey, 68% of people said that they would currently feel comfortable going back into the office. Um and I I, you know, like to raise that point because I think we're at an interesting time now where that's kind of where the number has been for the past few weeks. So that's not to say that, you know, it's not gonna continue increasing. It certainly could continue increasing at that slow but steady rate. Uh, But we did kind of hint at the fact that maybe it could plateau and, and just remain at that level for the foreseeable future. Um, and I think that kind of ties again to that 12% of workers who say they never want to return to the office. Uh, so I like to look at that stat because I, I doubt that it'll ever reach you know, close to 100%. Um, I think it's it's just worth considering that share of employees who have found that they really like working from home and they want to do their jobs remotely forever.